thoughtful or intelligent. That's not the case. You can be all those things. I understand that. But for the vision, the objective to be, I just need someone that look like this, you discard a bunch of other stuff. In your mind, your expectations are, if I get someone whose ass looks like it came from a horse, there's just there's just a lot of absolute nonsense. Oh, black loved ass. So. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. Please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. And to continue on that point, who was that? Who was that football player? What's his name? <laughs> that that Mikey put in the chat a couple of times now that is just like threatening followers on um, Instagram. I think I forgot his first name, but I feel like his last name was like Arnett or something. Yeah, he played, yeah, played yeah. for the Raiders. Right, exactly. Yeah. This is exactly the type of shit I'm talking about. Yeah, but I don't I mean, I don't know that John Morant is out here in the streets, you know, threatening people, waving guns around and shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's just saying that he don't duck smoke. Yeah. That's all. Like if there's smoke coming my way, I'm not ducking it. I, I get. I mean, I guess maybe he could have said it in another way, but yeah. he's just saying like he's not going to back down in a scuffle. You know mm, what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, I'm not backing down in a scuffle. Yeah, because like in the in the in the world of 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 men's sports, men's professional sports, like you can't be out there being no soft nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? You can't just you can't just be, be letting these niggas push you around. Well, no, you know? yeah, no, you can't. I guess there's a there's a certain point of. Because in this world where you just don't know who knows how to throw a kick or not, like <laughs> like who knows some mixed martial arts or whatever, you just it's it's whatever. Like I, I don't know. I know I'm not stepping out of my way ever to confront someone in in, in that sort of combative right. way. Like, well, to his point, Julius Randle, I believe, was like w- making his way over to the Grizzlies bench where he did not belong. Right, right, right. So you come over here with the shits, you know what I'm saying? Like, then we going to come with the shits. Yeah. Yeah. This just, I'm not even, dude, I just don't even, I'm not even taking people seriously. Like, on that, <laughs> on that front, like, bro, like, what are we really doing here? I think Kanye said something about that with the whole Drake beef when he went on that Drink Champs interview. Mm-hmm. He was like, we are sitting over here, Drake's talking about all this shit, you know, how he going to have somebody come, like, he always had these real slick lines about how he's going to get Kanye killed or something like that. It's like, bro, what? No, you're not, because you are Drake, the superstar, and I'm Kanye was the superstar. Like, you're not going to, we're not really fitting to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine these two niggas just actually squaring up in the streets of Calabasas somewhere. I'm still waiting for some people to fight in Hollywood. I'm waiting for, I mean, I supposedly Kanye West is talking about Pete Davidson now that Pete Davidson is having sex with his ex-wife, right? Mm. I'm right, like... I I just I want you want be, to see because it? because because what if Pete Davidson beats Kanye up? <laughs> like what if that happens? That would be super wild. You know what I mean? Like I just I'd love to see I love to see something like that. <laughs> I really I really would. I really would. I'm really I'm still in favor of this celebrity death match idea of just. Bringing, I thought they were supposed to be bringing that back, or did it come back already? No 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 no. I'm talking about live action. 
Oh. Real live adults getting in the ring and fighting each other. Oh, but not to the death though. Like no, not, okay. yeah, yeah, not like Coliseum <laughs> style gladiator, but just like just you have a problem with him, and you guys are on Twitter spatting so, bullshit back at each other. Okay, cool. Let's just get you in the ring. So you want it to come from actual like beef and turmoil, though, not just something that you know was set up for Lamar Odom to fight Aaron Carter. Like not like that. <laughs> Like you want it to be like two people that actually have a problem with each other, just settling it in the ring. I've years ago, we in our friend group had many issues. We're young boys. Right. That's this. It happens, and many people just get older. They're still young boys. They're still handling stuff in the same way right. to some degree. I really think that just sometimes expelling that energy. Uh huh. We'll just, it'll. And just shaking hands afterward, like, all right, it's done. Yeah, like, we're done. We're good. Okay, we we got it out. You fought uh, it. You were a bit better than me. Uh, you, you beat my ass. We're, uh, we're done here. I'd, I think I'd rather see uh, Pusha T and Drake, though. Mm, who you think's winning, though? Nigga, who? Come on. Wait a minute. No, I really, I because one of, one of them is larger than the other one, but you're th- but one is more street than the other. If that's yes, what you're thinking, that, yeah. Okay, I mean, s- s- what are you saying? Somebody I, can grow up in the in the street and get their ass whooped by someone much larger than them, or I mean, they, like, what is how do you know their their heights and and weights? Like, I don't, nah, I, I don't, I, I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> you you want to look it up? I mean, not really, but oh, okay, yeah. I just I don't know. I didn't necessarily see. Like, I'm assuming you're saying that Drake is like a taller person. I think he, person. I think he's larger. He, like he, he looks like he exercises he, much more than oh, Pusha okay, T does. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. I don't know. I just, I think, you know, Pusha T, you know, he's he come from a different background. You know what I'm saying? He 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 out here. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like he's probably had his fair share of scuffles and shit. Like, I don't know that this nigga has been just getting his ass whooped his entire life in the streets. But I don't know. I don't know these people's lives. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's, what's going on with any of these people. Do you have anywhere in particular you would like to start other than other than celebrities fight fighting over wh- whatever they're fighting over? Even though that was me that brought that yeah, up. I yeah, I was about to say. I'm just saying. Um, so I'm actually going to let me ask you a question. How do you feel about your relationship with your close friends and family? Like, if you can just generalize it, like what? How is your relationship? It's good. It's bad. It's somewhere in the middle. Maybe it can be a little better. Like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Uh, well, I think it can always be better, right? Uh, although this is ha- this has been something I've been thinking about recently because I had a friend just come across someone that was wildly bitter, mm-hmm. like a server friend of mine that was talking to a guest, and the guest just seemed, you know, in their fifties, sixties, just seemed to be very, very open about their disdain for the world and mm-hmm. certain people. They're just like, you ever been around a black person? Like they stink and oh, yeah, like they're stink and you know, they're kind of stupid because they haven't had the opportunities at the rest. A, that's a wild generalization that everyone else has. And they're just talking to a server. This has been like the first 10 minutes that they see this server and they're just talking to is them. Is the server black, white, something? They're, they're Hispanic. Hispanic. Okay. And this person is also Hispanic. Oh yeah, and they're, and they're just they're, so they felt real comfortable saying that. I guess, but they also talk shit about this Hispanic person's culture because they weren't the same type, oh, right? They didn't come the from the hierarchy. same place. You know, there's always division. Yeah, so they're just saying all all sorts of wild stuff. Like, yeah, you know, my dad he he made it very clear growing up. Like, you can you can be with someone black if you want to, but 
Like, don't expect don't us to speak to me again. Yeah, like, don't expect us to be a part of, of this fucking relationship or for <sighs> us to come to the wedding or any of that sort of shit. We're not getting you a housewarming gift. None of that. Black ass. You know what I mean? B- black loving ass. Man, so people got to open their eyes and their minds just a little bit more for me. Just a little <laughs> bit more for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's pretty wild. But, Wait, what did you ask me? You just asked I, me about my, yeah, yeah, my relationship you, with people. What do you think about the relationships that you share with your close friends and family? Well, I mean, I, I think that there, again, it could always be better. Um, but I have, oh, that's why I brought her up. Because I'm thinking about these types of people. And because I've been speaking to more and more people with so many different, so many different avenues that they, that they reside in in life, so many walks of life, so many different vantage points, so many different perspectives, experiences. Some of them are, are more narrow than others, even though, like I always say, I don't like to throw away the baby with the bathwater. So even if there's a narrow way of, of sight in someone, mm-hmm. there could be something still in it. Right. Right. There still could be something in it or a good idea in it. And it just got tainted by stupidity or lack of knowledge or something like that. Right. Right. And so. In that, I've been having most of my experiences with people are extremely pleasant experiences. Like that's that is my life. As I walk through life and I speak to people, they're mostly extremely pleasant situations. And I know what that does for someone because I know what I feel like being a person that has mostly pleasant experiences with someone. Mm -hmm. But as I talk to more people, you get a very firm grasp on the types of experiences that they are having with people. Mm -hmm. And how narrow their vision is, like what is sculpting their ideas about stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a woman like that, she's she's super embittered. Like life has embittered her. Yeah. And she doesn't know that she's a lot of the cause of this. So she's looking at everyone else like everyone else is the problem. She had problems with all sorts of people. She was calling Michelle Obama an ugly bitch and also like she was going wild. Like why is this even coming up? Like aren't you here to eat breakfast? <laughs> like what is what how did we get here? It's it's nigga, bro, how do you want your eggs? Bro, this that's, that's what I'm what that's, I that's what I'm saying. It was before the person could even get them a drink. It was like they had just like poured water at this point. And it was 10 minutes in and they didn't know their entire political views and how they feel about black people and these people and that people. It was wild. Like, it's just so crazy to walk into an establishment. She told this person, she was like, you got a big ass forehead. Like if you, she didn't say big ass forehead. She was, uh, the person said to them, the server said to the guest, man, you have really nice bangs. And then the guest said back to them, like, yeah, you have a big forehead. Like you would do well with bangs. Like she was, she was just saying all sorts of stuff to this server. Wow. She, she just felt completely comfortable. I doing clearly, this. clearly. But what were you saying? Um, you forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Go I ahead. know because it's ahead. crazy enough. I know. But so, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's, dude, I don't know. But she, she's been embittered through all of her experiences with people. And she's going to continue to be embittered by people because now you're just in this, this, this paradox. Like mm-hmm. you're in this cycle where she's just going to continue to say these things. People are going to continue to treat her a certain way or just vacate her life mm-hmm. as quickly as possible, as, which is reasonable. No one wants to be around that. Mm-hmm. So then she's going to become more embittered. And now you just you've just you've had this. Which is all life is right. It's like you have you find your behavioral patterns and you get further and further ingrained in them. And that's where she's at. Mm -hmm. And so life sucks for her. 
my relationships with people are just getting better and better and better through time. Do you think that she knows that life sucks for her? Do you think she feels that life sucks for her? I I think that she she or may is, is she just having a great time talking shit about people? No, no. I uh it, it's it's difficult to tell, right? But I think that cuz that might be, you know, real peachy for her. You know what I'm saying? She that, she might love that shit. She might, but there's yeah, I mean, there are levels of consciousness. There are levels of understanding things. Yeah. She could she could very well be, which she probably, I mean, no, which she is unaware to a lot of things going on. Sounds like it. Like one, just the way that this person is looking at her as they just pour her water and she just starts spewing all of this wild shit at them. Like she has no idea how this person is looking at them. Was she at with her. anyone? Was she alone? She was alone. Mm. She's got a dog, which I knew that had to be the case because she needs The something. dog was with her? Yeah, the, the dog was with her. Because she needs something to care for her. She has to know, like, I, I matter to someone or something. Because without that dog, we had, listen, man, we had gotten mad information on this person. This person been divorced. You know, like, this person probably doesn't have, no one, bro, no one wants to be around that type of shit. And if you, and if you find yourself with any sort of friends being that type of person, all of those people suck too. Yeah, they suck too. Yeah. You just have just because I certainly couldn't be friends with someone that that sits and talks about, talks about people like that in that way. No, that's wild. That is that is dementor type of shit. Mm-hmm. That you just is sucking the life out of someone. It's just like um, you know, like I don't have any friends that like don't you know don't take care of their kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Right. I don't have, right. For sure. Like, I don't have any friends that, you know, that are, you know, like that just, you know, that are like this woman. You know, they're maybe racist or they <laughs> they they harshly stereotype people all the time. Like, I don't I don't keep that type of company. Like, that's that's wild to me. Like t- people that that, you know, berate women and and treat women in a certain way, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, you know out here sexually assaulting women. Oh, like I shit. I couldn't sit by knowing something like that about a person and continue to have a, 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 a any sort of bond with them. No, no. 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 But there's people out here that are like that. They look past that stuff. Yeah, I I <laughs> I man, listen, a lot of times I've I I mean that's very true. I I know that that's the case. That's 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 very true. Um, couldn't be me. No, not at all. Could could couldn't be me. You have to look around at the people you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah, you have to look around at the people Absolutely. you're surrounding yourself with. Absolutely. Like that. That's yeah. That's 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 insane. Nah, I'm good. Um, so obviously through my through my work, I've come into contact with what I'd like to say is a lot of pain and suffering. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about two very specific stories that have come up in recent weeks that have really made me think about what I have around me and, you know, how great that is for me. Um, I have a I have a renter that rents with us and, you know, he stops by and, you know, he wants to know about his unit. He hasn't been up here in a while. The unit's not in his name. It's in the name of his friend. His friend is the one. So the, the guy that has his stuff in the unit. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't drive. He all he's supposedly been giving his friend the money to come up here and pay the bill, blah, blah, blah. 
So he comes up. I'm telling him that, you know, he's way behind on his account. And he's like, so so and so hasn't been coming up here to pay the bill. I've been giving him money to come up here and pay the bill. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not sure what he's been doing. I just know that there are no payments that have been made on your account in a few months. Right. And so he gets on the phone, calls the guy right in front of me. Mm. And he's like, yo, like they up here telling me you ain't been paying the bill. Uh. And, you know, he's on the phone like, what? Like, no, I've been paying the bill. And like, mm. and he was like, you know, he was like, so you saying that the guy sitting in front of me is lying to me, telling me that you have that, you know, just lying to me. Right. So you telling me that they've been taking the money and pocketing it. That's what you're saying. Right. You don't, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I jump in because I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting a little, <laughs> this is getting a little crazy. And I'm asking, I was like, sir, is, can you provide receipts of your payments? Because like, receipts are going to tell a story right emailed receipts how emailed do you receipts paper receipts if you paid a bill you should have gotten a receipt and if you paid a bill i would be able to print your receipt right now right and show that you paid the bill right for sure for sure so you know all of it you know he got quiet for a second was like yo uh, let me, i'm gonna call you back i'm gonna call you back mm -hmm. so it's just like this is someone that this gentleman calls a friend yeah it is a friend of his yeah I couldn't imagine you or Duty or RJ or Mikey or anyone that I call a close friend of mine playing me like that. I couldn't imagine any of you guys trying to play me like that. Like this is someone he calls a friend, someone he entrusted with his, you know, with 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 his stuff. Right. You know, granted, you know, maybe he should have put it in his own name. He couldn't do it for whatever reasons, but this is like that's so like just to be betrayed like that. I don't know what that feels like. And I hope to never know what something like that feels like. That's rough, man. People have sucky friends. They Pe do. People are very bad judges of character. Yeah, they certainly are. They just rock with like, oh, you here right now? Okay, cool. Like you giving me the type of time of day. I thought about this when I thought about women I used to be attracted to back in the day. No shade to anyone. It's not necessarily that I shouldn't have been attracted to them because of because of their suckiness, mm -hmm. because of who they were necessarily. It's more so about who we were as a unit. Right. Our bond. What did, did we have the shared interests that matter? Did we even care about how we meshed truly? Or was it just you here? I'm here. I think that you're hot. You think I'm hot. Let's let's have sex and, and just be around each other. Mm -hmm. It was it was a very primal, very binary way of matchmaking. Mm -hmm. I know that like the software I was working on before was quite primitive. Mm -hmm. I know that, mm -hmm. and I think people are like that all the time. Matter of fact, you've seen some of the people I've hung around. Yes, like I've, I've just like outside of the the circle, like the regular circle. You see me just you know come and just be friends with all sorts of people. Um, you know what the first person I think about. Hmm. The guy with the blowtorch in the corner. For sure. That's who I was thinking about. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> this is, that's who I was thinking about. And he just, he was clearly not good for me to be around. Right. He was just a shady, shifty type of person. The type yeah. of person where I told you bef uh, before where I, I could look at him and see a mask. Like I knew that what he was doing, it was just, he very rarely showed good and true intentions mm -hmm. it always seemed like whatever he was doing there was some fucking shady deceitful mischievous 
maleficent sort of alternate, like, mm-hmm. you know, ulterior motive behind mm-hmm. it. Always. Mm-hmm. He was always trying to get over on somebody or get something from somebody or trick somebody, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and it happens. It happens. It's, it's weird how you get out of that. Mm-hmm. It, like, I can't necessarily tell you exactly how to cure it. I don't think that it's that you can just tell people stop being around that person. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's like that. But it's 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 a weird thing that you that you get. And um, yeah, you just like being around people. Maybe you're just at a low point mm-hmm. and you just want comfort. And the comfort is just someone being and there. And you're just grasping for straws or bodies. Exactly. <laughs> and, Personalities. And, and that could be on the other person's standpoint. So this dude that wasn't putting in these orders, like he wasn't paying these payments. Uh-huh. Who what is he going through? Right. Who knows? He he. There could have been a point where he was a decent friend, uh huh. And then fucking maybe the pandemic hit or something. He maybe lost his job or he's dealing with some child support that he can't back right now. I don't know his story, but like it's I, wild. He's backed into a corner where you know the the repercussions don't matter to him. Like because eventually, right. eventually, I mean, you can You have to believe that. This person, your friend is going to find out that you didn't pay these bills at right. some point. Right. But whatever's going on, that shit did not matter. He needed that money for something. One thousand percent. Drugs or he he owed somebody that was ready to whoop his ass. <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Um, so here's part two of, of this little rant of mine. So I got another situation where there's a gentleman who, um, you know obviously behind on his rent. And so I've never been able, I've never actually spoken to the person whose name, whose, you know, whose name the unit is under. Um, but there are several notes in his account for, uh, his phone, phone numbers for his brother and sister. I've spoken to his brother a few times, you know, he checks in like, Hey, you know, has my brother made a payment, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, is there anything that I can do? And I'm like, sir, your name is not on the unit. You can pay his bill if you would like, but if you want to, you know, do anything to where we just like we do this thing called a pay to vacate where you can just pay a certain amount. You can take your stuff and leave. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Because that's less risky than us selling your stuff at auction and having to go to court. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, this area is very um, renter friendly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of times where even if we did everything correctly, we can still take the L in court. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's a lot less risky if you just pay a small amount, take your shit and get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can do that, but we have to get permission from the person whose name is on the account first. Right. So his brother is really in a bind. He's telling me, you know, my my brother, me and my brother's got stuff in that unit that belonged to my father that passed away. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I really don't want it to go to auction. Like, you know, what can I do? And I'm like, sir, there's not really a lot you can do, but pay this bill and get it up to current. Like, if you can get in touch with your brother, then go ahead and do that. But from what I understand, his brother is on drugs. Like, he hasn't seen or spoken to his brother in a while. Like, he don't know what's going on with his brother. So I took it upon myself. You know, this this man's unit is going to auction um, maybe a month or so from now. And I took it upon myself to make, to call his sister. I hadn't spoken to his sister before. So I call his sister. And I introduced myself. I let her know, you know, where I'm from and why I'm calling. And she was like, okay. She's like, why are you calling me though? And I'm like, well, um, I noticed that your phone number was in the account under some notes. And I just thought maybe I'd give you a call to see if maybe you've gotten in touch with your brother to see if there was some way we can settle the account, you know, because 
a lot of, you know, a lot of people call up and they think, you know, they're real nasty about the whole auction process. They think that we're just dying to sell their shit. Right, right, right. And it's really not like that at all. Um, because auction is a very tedious and legal process. Um, and it takes a lot of mental energy away from me. Mm. I would much rather you just pay your bill <laughs> right. than me have to go through all this paperwork right. and you know, all this stuff I gotta mail in and mm. all that crap. I'd much rather you just pay your bill. Yeah. Or do this pay to vacate and get get it off of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, I haven't spoken to my brother in God knows how long. Oh. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And she was like, what made you reach out to me? And I told her again, I was like, I mean, well, your number, I, I found your phone number in the account. You had spoken to someone at some point right. um, about you know what's going on. Um, and she's just like, oh, okay. And she was like, well, how much does he owe? And I told her how much he owed. And she was like, Oh my God. Mm. And she was like, um, and I was like, I have been in contact with your other brother though. And she was like, Oh really? Oh Jesus. And she was, she was like, honestly, I don't really talk to either one of them. Neither of my, she, and you're going to love this. Cause you like this. When people say this, she was like, both of my brothers ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Wait a minute. Have I expressed that I like when people say that people no, ain't you, shit? No, no, no. You just, I remember you telling me that it's just a really funny thing to say about a human it, being. No, it most certainly is. They ain't shit. To say somebody wow. ain't shit is just the lowest level of being. They are the lowest level level of being that they could be. But, um, she's a, but like, but her telling you this on the phone is just wild. Yeah. She's like, she was like, neither of my, bro- like both of them ain't shit. And I have, I don't really talk to them like that. She was like, she was like, I'm the baby of the bunch and I do everything for our parents. You know, their parents are probably elderly at this point. She was like, I'm the baby of the bunch and I take care of everything. I can't rely on them to do anything. And, you know, and she brought up the fact that she was like, yeah, like my brother has some of my our father's things in there. My father passed away in the last couple of years. And she was like, I would really hate for that stuff to get sold off in auction. So I'm telling her the same thing that I was telling the other brother. I was like, you know, only thing you could really do right now is pay the bill. I was like, if you can get in touch with the brother whose name is on these, this account, then, you know, we could do to pay to vacate. We could get your stuff and get it out of here. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, somebody has to get in touch with that brother right. because we cannot do anything without him. Without his authorization. Without his authorization. Mm-hmm. Legally, we can't do anything without him. And then she asked me a question that really had me thinking over the last couple of days. She was like, do you have a good relationship with your siblings? Damn. She was like, do you have a good relationship with your siblings. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't hate any of my siblings. Like I have pretty good relationship. I would would never classify them under the ain't shit category. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, none of them are perfect, but you know, I, I mean, I'm not perfect either, but I would never like I, to this day, I have all my siblings back. Like I, you know, I would go to bat for them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not to the point where I don't just go years without talking to them. Like, it's not like that for us at all. Now I didn't go into major detail like that with her. I just kind of simply told her, I was like, yeah, I have a pretty good relationship with my siblings. And she was like, that's really something to cherish. Mm. She was like, cause I'm in a situation where I am extremely stressed out 
about how, you know, what my siblings are doing, how they're not contributing to any sort, any part of my life. And that, you know, that's not just speaking financially or Mm -hmm. anything like that. But I guess, you know, with a negative relationship, you get negative contributions in your life from those people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not speaking with those people, that's still a negative contribution towards you. Cause it's like, these are people that are supposed to have your back. These are people that you're supposed to love. And maybe, you know, don't get me wrong. Maybe she does love them, mm. but she said they ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. That's on the extreme that means level. Something. That's what, that's on the extreme. And level. you know, it just, it just really had me thinking just like some people are really out here. Just not just not really having good relationships with people at all, whether it be friends or family. And it's just like, who do you love? Who do you trust? Who can you count on? Bitch, because, who do you love? Like, because as much as people would like to think, you can't do this shit by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just go through wander through life doing shit alone by yourself all the time. Like that's just not how this shit is set up. Right. That's not how it works out here. Yeah, it's like not. everybody needs a little something from somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah, that 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 can that self-made is a really cool thing for people <laughs> to say, right? But it's another one of those bumper stickers that I yeah. don't like. Yeah, like it's it's a really cool thing to say, and I and I think I have an idea of what it is people are talking about when they say it. I would love for someone else to explain to me exactly what it is they mean when they say that. But you're not. Mm-hmm. But you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not completely self-made because that's impossible. Because you need other people. You need olive branches. You need opportunities. And people don't really get places without investing in people. Not 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 in a in a truly, truly successful and fulfilling way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was actually interesting because this was something that Austin brought up when he came on here, is he said that. He felt the reason that him and I had gotten along so well for so long is because we both understand that this is a one man army. Mm-hmm. The reason he said that is because I've always been I think it was on the tail end of me talking about taking a trip to North Carolina by myself when I went down to Charlotte. And that that I mean, that I do things like go sit in the field and just listen to classical music by myself. It's so so there's there's a disconnect here because there's an an observation and an, and an acknowledgement that I I do things by myself and I'm completely okay with doing that. And I try to make sure that I'm encouraging myself to to be fulfilled, to feel happy, content, that I have meaningful things going on in my life, that I'm building real relationships with people. So that's where the disconnect is because it's not as though those things do not matter to me. They do. They truly, truly do matter to me. Making real relationships with people, real connections week after week. And I do this all the time, new people, old people, but I'm strengthening my relationships with people. That shit matters. Right. And a lot of that, that outpouring of love and support allows me to be in, in a, allows me to age a little bit more gracefully mm-hmm. and allows me to, to sort of disperse of the miasma the fog in my mind, because that's just one more thing that I'm not worried about. There's one more thing that doesn't seem wilted, <laughs> right? 
inside. Word of the day. Yeah, it's, it's, one, it's just one other thing that I don't have to worry about. It feels good. We are social beings. It feels good to be able to speak to other people, to trust in other people, to have people trust in you, to bounce ideas off one another, to laugh with people. Like that, it does matter. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that thing, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. You can be okay being by yourself. I, I'm not saying that that's not a thing, but you're going to feel it if you don't have people that you feel like you can truly count on mm-hmm. and that there are people that don't count on you for mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, I'm, I feel, I feel for these people. So, I do. She finished off the conversation by just telling me, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, to try my best to like, she was like, just really talking to me. Just, you know, try your best to just love and appreciate, you know, the good people that you have around you. She was like, and then she was like, man, I just got off work. I was having a good day. She was like, I'm, I got to go in the house and make a, make a cocktail now. Mm. I was like, damn. Mm. I was like, I ain't mean to put a damper on your day like mm. that, but. Mm. She got to knock the edge off now. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, it was just such an interest. Those two, those two interactions that I had were just really interesting to me because I don't live like that. I don't have relationships like that where I feel like a motherfucker could just betray me just off a whim, Mm -hmm. just, you know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, don't, you know, I, I feel supported, you know what I'm saying? You know, whether it's you or Antoinette or my mother or my father, I feel supported. I was thinking about that support yesterday, just how much I feel like I've grown maybe over the last six months, over the last year, maybe over the last two years. And that growth could not have come without the help, the motivation, the conversations that I've had with you, my parents, uh, you know, Antoinette, even Ja'Cory, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I talked to him and just, just talking to him, just kind of, you know, it just, it shapes me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, like, I sometimes, and Ja'Cory don't even notice. Sometimes, even if I've had a tough day, I'll just call Ja'Cory because I know talking to him is just going to make me feel better. Right. He you has know what I'm saying? He has no idea. No fucking idea. Right, right, right. No fucking idea. Yeah, I'll call him just to just to hear about the the <laughs> the fucking simpleness of his day. Like, how was school? Tell me about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Tell me about that. Yeah. And so uh, speaking of him, he is about to try out for the track team at his school. Huh. And boy, I am. I just when he told me that I just had several thoughts running through my head. Because Jacory is not a very athletic person. Like he he likes to go outside and play, but he ain't running up to me talking like, yo, dad, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going out for the basketball team. I'm going out for the football team. Right. Like he wasn't like us. He wasn't just walking around the city dribbling a basketball everywhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? He that's just not what he does. So when he approached me and told me that he wanted to try out for the track team, I was like, wow. I was like, really? And I was asking him, I was like, what makes you want to do that? And he was like, well, you know, it's just something that I've always thought about. You know, this is his first year in middle school. He was like, you know, they didn't really have, you know, they didn't have sports really available mm-hmm. like that in elementary school. And uh, he was like, but he was like, track just seems like it's easier <laughs> than, you know, basketball or football. He was like, okay. he was like, you know, it's just, it's just a lot, you know, a lot of running. And I was just, I had to, I had to give him a reality check real quick. 
And I was like, I get what you're saying. It's maybe a less complex sport, but it will require a lot of your energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's running, constant running. Yeah. He, like, he, he's thinking about the technicality of, learn, right. of learning a sport. Like, yeah. like how do you play basketball? Right. What's going on on this court? Right. How do you play football? Why are there so many people? Why are you on that side? Why am I on this side? Like <laughs> right. having, having all that sort of stuff just probably looks like a lot. Right. Running. Okay. It's just me. Yeah. And I'm just, and you're telling me to stay in between these two lines. Right. And run really fast. Okay. Yeah. Like that's something I can see myself doing. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. And I was like, you know, Ja'Cory, I think it's great that you want to go out and try out for this and want to achieve that. You know, it, it actually makes me very happy, you know, cause there was a point in time where I felt like, you know, I was that kind of dad, like, Oh yeah, little got a little basketball player here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Little football player. But over time, as I've come to really get to know Jacory, and it's really weird saying that, right? Yes. Because this is my son. Yes. This is my son. Yes. You, you know, but he's he's evolving just like I'm evolving. So mm-hmm. I have to continuously watch this growth, and I have to continuously change my mind and how I feel and. And what I think about him, because he's he's moving along just like I'm moving along. Right. Um, but as I've as I've watched him grow and I've gotten to know him, I've always seen him as just, you know, the kind of silly, goofy kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he likes to play with his friends, but he's not a you know jock. Right. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. He's no jock. And so uh, you know, I'm proud of him. I'm really proud of him for stepping outside his boundaries and just deciding that. You know, he's just he's going to take it there. He's going to try something new. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, So, you know, I, you know, through conversation with him about it, I'm just like, you know, all right, Ja'Cory, like when you do something like this, you have to really be in tune um, with, you know, with your blood sugar and stuff like that. Like that stuff's really going to matter when it, co- <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to this, like that stuff's really going to matter. Um, Trying to, you know, telling him that, but also not trying to discourage him. Right. You for know sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you don't you don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to discourage him at all, but I just want to make sure that he's just focused on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really important. Like he's, you know, he's not like <laughs> that's crazy. Like I was gonna say he's not like the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's you know I mean that's what my dad had to do the same thing because I had one kidney. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to still be able to go out, play with my friends, you know, fucking roll around in the dirt and, and do everything that everyone else was doing and still allow me to play some sports. Right. But at the same time, be conscious, be aware yeah. that you're not exactly like the other kids. Right. Right. So, you know, he, you know, he, uh, he went to the little, like a little meeting or conference or whatever for all the kids that wanted to, uh, to try out. And, you know, he's got to go get a physical and all that good stuff. Uh, the tryouts are next month. Uh, sometime like early next month. But, um, you know, oh man, just such a father son moment. He was talking to me. He was like, he was like, if I make the team, are you going to come to my track meets? And I was like, you got damn right. Mm, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that we're, we're a little distant, mm. but I will, I'm not every single one of them, yeah, no, but no, I will absolutely make the time to come down there and go to your track meets. That is for certain. For certain, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that these conversations with him are shaping you. I'm glad that you're even noticing that that your conversations are shaping you. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. But honestly, because I don't think sometimes. I mean, I think that I mean, people understand I think, that, but I think I'm just doing a better job of listening. 
to people. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what that's, I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Just listening and keeping the information here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's very important. So. Because they're, they're, you, you, people have no idea that when you're having, again, I'm talking, I'm talking to so many different people and I can tell what types of people they're talking to. Mm. It, like how many of them are there? Like, let me stop you real quick. Go for it. I literally think sometimes about like when I'm when I'm putting myself in a certain situation or there's a certain predicament at hand, I literally think about conversations that I've had with you. I've had with Antoinette mm-hmm. conversations that I've had with my parents. And it's, you know, I, I like I, I, I use that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, what would Earl do? What would Antoinette do? What would my mom do? What would my dad do? What did they tell me about this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because especially those conversations with your parents, Mm. the ones that are recent, the ones that are old, Mm. you come across these situations as we're growing into, you know, into adulthood. We come, we've, your parents, they've been there. They've done that. You Mm. know what I'm saying? So you think about these things and it's just like, damn, they, they sure enough told me about something like this. Yeah. And it's just think, you know, you just get to thinking like, okay. Little did I know they really prepared me for this. Mm. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't think much of it then, mm. but now, you know, now I'm thinking about it. You know, I think about conversations that I've had with you and you know, I think, you know, I did, sometimes I didn't, I don't think much of it then, mm. but when the time actually comes around, you're prepared and you're just like, man, I'm glad that that conversation happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's strange, man. It's really strange. That's, that's how it works. That's why I grew that new appreciation for the word conversation, the mm-hmm. act of seeing together. Yeah. And that, that changes the way that you conduct yourself mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Because you have a great conversation with someone, and when it's happening, you can feel the fucking the neurons firing in your mind. When shit is really happening, you mm-hmm. can feel your brain expanding, your eyes opening to things. You know that there's some activity mm-hmm. taking place in your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a very good feeling. And then a day later, a week later, more ideas start to come up. And you just start thinking about stuff. And maybe you, you get to a better understanding, like a, the next level of understanding for whatever it is you happen to be pondering on. And you don't always think, people don't always think, oh, that came from that conversation. But that's how things are furthered mm-hmm. or through conversations. And you just find yourself with new ideas, thinking about stuff just like, hmm. I didn't think about I didn't think about this before this way, but that came from prior experiences and prior conversations. So if people are not coming up with new ideas and looking at things just differently Mm -hmm. and in a nuanced fashion. You can damn sure believe that they're not having quite stimulating conversations with people. I think about I think about you and Mikey often. Just thinking about the conversations or the way that you guys speak about just people and the the examinations mm. that you guys do when it just comes to people and personalities and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of the things that people are going through. Like, I just be looking at I like I, I really I really take the time to just look at people a little deeper these days just to kind of just really just try to read people. And I think I've always just I think I've always been a good reader mm. of people. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of bullshit doesn't really fly over my head yeah, yeah. when it comes to people, but it's an even deeper feeling now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I, I've, I've gotten more in tune with it, just, just with the things that are going on around me. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's 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 the way it goes. I think I'm becoming a much more sensible person. Sensitive mm-hmm. and sensible person. I'm just perceiving much more than what was going on in the past. It was just a whole world out there is going on, and there's still so much shit that I'm completely unaware of. But you know, it, it, go ahead. You know what the biggest win is, though. All this really helps me just learn more about myself. I have been extremely honest with myself over the last, like, I don't know, year or two. Humbling experience, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Humbling experience, isn't it? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not I'm not at all the person that I thought I was. Yeah. I'm not the person that I thought. Like I mean, you know, for the most part I am, but those deeper that deeper shit mm-hmm. re- that you know that I'm I've really uh, that I've learned about myself recently, I'm not I'm not the person that I thought I was. <laughs> but I'm trying to be. Right, right, right. But I, I'm trying to be the person that I think I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You it, know it's real when you are, are who you, you think say, you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that is a wild bar because it is yes yeah, it's, it's it's a deep one yeah but that that is very true that's very very true I what comes from me or the way I look at these humbling experiences is when you're brutally honest with yourself and this comes with having people around you that love you that really care for you is you can have some people check you every once in a while and be like hey Mitch chill the fuck out <laughs> like wh- who the fuck do you think you are right. Who do you think you are, honestly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you, you're you're just like a you're just you're another dude. Relax, mm-hmm. like you have this talent here, or this or that, but you just just relax. Mm-hmm. And you're putting yourself up on a pedestal. You're being high and mighty and holier than thou mm-hmm. to some. Relax. Mm-hmm. That shit is important, but I feel like there's a humiliation that comes mm-hmm. right humility in that and so humiliation isn't necessarily a, a bad a just a, just a purely terrible thing mm-hmm. i think on the back end of of humiliation comes triumph yeah depends on how if you feel humiliated it depends on how you receive it and what you do with that information that's what i'm saying so so for me on the back end of humiliation comes triumph because mm-hmm. i'm thinking okay I was humiliated because I I found myself being brutally honest enough with myself to realize that I that whatever I was carrying was a facade to this degree, mm-hmm. to this percentage. But now that that's gone, I'm I have triumphed. Mm-hmm. So the, the the thing is, it's you can either you can either just remain stupid or become less stupid. <laughs> so it's like what, what like what you want to do right like it, it sucks at first when you realize oh i've been acting or i haven't been quite being myself or i like i was just putting on airs to some degree for these set of reasons and then you realize something about yourself and it's humbling it's humiliating mm-hmm. and then you think whoo but at least i'm not that person anymore mm-hmm. At least I'm not putting up that front or doing that thing anymore. So there's triumph, but you have to go through the humiliation to get there. Yeah. That's the issue is like most people are like, I don't want to fucking go through that humiliation. Like I'm not, I'm not looking at myself with a magnifying glass. I'm not putting my life in the things that I do and the way that I treat people, the way that I orient myself on a day to day basis underneath the microscope. 
Because you're going to find something. Yeah. You, then you no longer want to grow. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Li- yeah. it's, it's. I think it's rough. One of the main things that I've realized is um, how my relationships uh, with women are like in the mm. past. I've always prided myself on just, oh, I'm a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? I respect women. I like women. I don't treat women like shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I and for a long time, I just th- I thought that was enough. Mm-hmm. Boy, that is not enough. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. When you get into a real like, because I've I've been in several relationships, right? But when you get into a real relationship with a woman who is not afraid to tell you like it is, you know what I'm saying? To open your eyes to things that you know could be better, things that. You know, you're not, you know, that you didn't know that you were necessarily doing Mm. in the wrong ways. Like, it's super humbling. Like, I I really thought just being a nice guy was an, I used to think just being a nice guy. And now, now when I say that, yeah, like, what is a nice guy? When I say that, I don't necessarily mean that I, what the fuck am I trying to say right now? So I, so, all right, I used to think that just being a nice guy, was enough to just make women like me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that was, but to what type of women? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What Like what type of women? Mm-hmm. So it's just, God, it's so, it's so, God, it's so eye-opening. I, I sometimes I don't even know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just the type, the, just what I've learned over the years in the, 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 the the type of man that I've become over the years being with the right type of woman that's going to push your boundaries mm. and just really make you realize some shit that you just never saw was there. It's a good partner. Yeah. That's a good partnership. A good partnership. Partnership. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I yeah. just, you know, I just, it's, it's funny how these things work because I just got done talking to Mikey. So we both copped that book outwitting the devil shiffy p put us onto a book the last episode called outwitting the devil by napoleon hill it was a book that that was written on a typewriter in like 1938 mm-hmm. by a guy who was like a, a you know a great thinker best-selling self-help you know author uh evocateur they called him he's just he's just a great thinker of his time and this book didn't come out for like 72 years Damn. Because the family of this guy did not want this book to come out because it just seemed like it was going to be way too controversial. Like he felt like they felt his wife. Those are the books that need to come out. Yeah. They were like, no, no, we're going to have way too much backlash from the, the religious society because you're talking about having a conversation with the devil and, and getting down to like extracting the secrets from the devil so that you can tell people you can tell people how to better their lives. I mean back then you wasn't too far away from, you know, Salem witch trials. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you, so. you, you you just saying just <laughs> while and he never he never tells you Napoleon Hill, he never tells you whether this is just an imaginary idea of speaking to the devil or mm-hmm. if he felt like he was having a connection like he had opened up a portal to, you know, in his mind to speak to the devil himself. He never makes that distinction. So 
it could have easily been something that someone wanted to interpret a certain way. Like, oh, this nigga is speaking to the devil. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's go kill. Let's go get this dude. Like, mm-hmm. what, like what, is, what does he think that he's doing here? Salem witch trial type shit. Yeah. Um, either way, we both got this book. I'm super excited to read it. And I was telling Mikey that there are prerequisite experiences and conversations that need to be had for corresponding pieces of literature or just pieces of art in life that you are going to absorb. Two people could be reading the same book. And this happens, I mean, infinitely. But we're reading the same book. We're watching the same film. We're going to get two completely different things out of it. Yeah. And a lot of that could have to do with the fact that I have read a bunch of other books that put me into in tune with a certain level of understanding that is embedded in this next literary novel or mm-hmm. thing I'm about to get into, a literary piece. Mm-hmm. Same thing with film. Whatever film we're about to watch, I could have watched eight other films that were kind of like it, so I have a little bit more insight into this film we're about to watch. And I'm about to extract a whole lot more than you are. Or maybe you're about to extract some shit I'm not going to be able to see because you have a completely fresh take on this genre, whatever the case is. I just got done reading this book, Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. It's a novel. Now, I just got done talking to Shifty about extracting gems from novels. And I just think that getting things out of story is just a very, just a very easily accessible way of, of getting deep morals. Because you're you're tapping into characters that may that you may see yourself in or may see family members or friends in, right? right. So we're all a part of the story. The story maps on to our lives. Yeah, because you probably know someone that's you know similar to the characters and things like that. Human being, we're very closely knit. Like we're, we're we are all the same to some to to a lot of varying degrees. Mm-hmm. And. This book had so much to do with the things that you've been going through, I've been going through, Shifty said he's been going through. To some degree, we've all been in a point where we're thinking, I need to get to the next place. Yeah. I want the next thing. Why am I in this place right now? Why don't I have more? Things ought to be this way. Things should be this way. Yep. But what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean ought to be, should be? Says who? Yeah. Like who? Matter of fact, you just came in here. I picked you up. Think you're talking about support. I just supported you by coming and picking you up from Pet Boys. Yes. And you're talking about how you would have liked the the pricing on whatever it is you're getting done to be X (laughs) amount of dollars. Yeah. It turned out to not be X amount of dollars. Now, you were relieved because your mom was going crazy with what could have been the problem. And now you know exactly what is the problem. It's pricier than what you would have wanted to be, but you know what it is. Yes. So there was alleviation, but at the same time, damn, I don't want to pay this amount of money for it. Yeah. But I'm going to pay this amount of money for it because fuck else am I going to do? Yeah. I can't not drive. But you just had an expectation that was completely arbitrary. Like it came from nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I sure hope it's X amount of dollars. So then when it's not X amount of dollars mm-hmm. and it's, if it's, if it's underneath that, you're through the roof. If it's over that, you're like, fuck. Yeah, that expectation came from nowhere, Mm -hmm. but it shapes your reality. Mm -hmm. And then therefore you are let down when that thing is not the case. Mm -hmm. So. This 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 character, Pip, I mean, they go up in a a very small town. He's supposed to be he's supposed to grow up underneath his uncle and become a blacksmith. Okay, in this in this little town, 
just regular town folk type of stuff, just just low, lowly middle class type of living. And then you have the aristocracy where everybody's got all the money in the world and all this sort of stuff. He ends up getting a secret benefactor that is going to give him the life of a gentleman. Okay. Where he's going to go. He's going to become educated. He's going to have money, status, all this sorts of stuff. And he's going to marry a beautiful girl. And a lot of this I wanted to bring up because of the beautiful girl part. But it, it all it encompasses all of this. He starts shitting on the people that, he, that he's been with his whole life. That money changes you. Yeah, it, it changes you because now you're like, well, I have, and they called it great expectations. Like that just means that you have money and things coming your way. That's that's what they called it. You have great expectations. But in this day and age, if you just say great expectations, you're just thinking, oh, this person is, they're just expecting great things for themselves, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty much the same thing. And when you get into this idea of who you're supposed to be or what ought to be your life, you're just living inside of some narrative that that life never gave you life never promised you this. Yeah, it's a just it's you're creating a facade. It, it, it never no one ever told you that this is what your life was going to be. You watched maybe a bunch of fucking Disney movies growing <laughs> up. or so. I don't know where you got them from, but you created a bunch of narratives and now you think your life is supposed to be something that no one ever promised you. No one ever told you that this is what it would be, but this is what you just believe it to be. You're just strictly on the faith. And that's what social media is doing a lot these days. It's just creating. It's people are looking at, you know, things that they don't have and just saying, Oh, I, you know, I could have that. Oh, that person's the same age as me. I could, you know, I could have that. I could do that. I could be this person. And you, and you, Time and time again, we come across this saying of everything that glitters is not gold. Right. And time and time again, people try to tell us, nope, it's lonely up here, guys. It's lonely. And it's I mean, some people know how to do it, but it's lonely. It's sad. Don't expect for these things. Expect. Don't expect for these things to bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. I'm sad as fuck. Got 10 mil in a bank right now. Mm-hmm. Sad. Mm-hmm. I'm lonely. I do not have the relationships that this woman at Keon's job was was telling him that he needs to have with his with his siblings. I don't have them. I think that my brothers and sisters ain't shit. I have a friend that's that I'm giving money to go pay for my unit at the storage facility. He's not doing it. Mm -hmm. Those are my friends and my family. That shit is empty. It's sad. So. People just expecting to to get to a certain place and that it's going to be all right when they get there Mm -hmm. is just that's you need to you need to learn how to love what you have now. Right. It's the it's the only way to really achieve happiness. Not only that, but focus on the task at hand. Focus on what can get you there. How can you get there? Gracefully, though. Gracefully. Yeah, gracefully. Gracefully, gracefully, because you don't want to just be in in utter dismay until you get to this point, whatever you think this point is, whatever mm-hmm. this this mountaintop, this mm-hmm. promised land that mm-hmm. you think you're going to get to, bro, there's a whole journey that you're going to have to take to get to this place. And, and how bad would it suck if you get to this place and it's just not, it's not that cool. Mm-hmm. Now you've just wasted all this time being in utter dismay and distraught the entire time getting there and it's not what you thought it was going to be. Right. Like, that's rough. Now, in this book, he is head over heels for this girl named Estella. Estella. Estella! What was that from? Over I, the Hedge. Oh, anyway. Okay. 
Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge. This is like my, wow. one of my favorite animated movies. I really like that movie. That movie's awesome. I forgot about that I one. I watched that movie have, a million times. I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah, I love that. Nice. I think Bruce Willis That's the one with the, the raccoon turtle. in it, right? But yes. Yeah, the raccoon. Yeah. And the turtle. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and um, Hammy, the, the the squirrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. they're trying to get into the yard, and the person's got all this like shit set up in the yard. It's like just it's supposed a, to kill it's them. It's a great movie. Oh, man. Go over, over the Hedge, man. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a great movie. Um. Who else is in the movie? Nah, I, I don't know. Anyway, great movie. Uh, where was I at? Um, where was I at? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The people, okay. So he's in love with this girl, Stella. And she's telling him probably like four times throughout the book, four or five times, because they're different. There are chapters to the book, but then there are chapters to his life within right. the book. And they're like four chapters to his life. Mm-hmm. And she's telling him again and again at different stages, the way I was bred, I have no heart. I have no soul. Like I can't feel the things that you and other people feel. Trust me. Leave me alone. You don't want this. But the way she was bred, she was also beautiful. She, they, the person gave her jewels. The person that bred her raised her to be a woman, I mean, a man eater. Because that person was once hurt in life. She's a man eater. So she's raising this child to just to tear men's hearts apart. And she's doing a good job of it. So this girl, Stella's telling Pip, bro, don't love me. I will hurt you. Mm -hmm. I will hurt you. I promise you that. If there's one thing, I will hurt you because Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Pip doesn't care. Of course. Pip. Falls more and more head over heels, and so does every guy in the novel that cross her path. Because mm-hmm. she's beautiful, and she has all these jewels, and the the best done hair, and the best dress is just glamour from top to bottom. And she's elegant because she's been to these fucking elegant schools, these charm schools they call them, right? So she's just like the epitome of of womanly elegance, right? So everyone is falling in love with her, but she's, but she just pretty much leaves everybody with blue balls at the end of the day. Like she's just, she's constantly just like teasing men and, but not giving them the real time of day. Like that is what her function is. Yeah. And, and I've thought about that. And I think about that as you talk about what women you were attracting. And I talked about what women I was attracting, what friends I was just willing to have around and for what reasons. Mm -hmm. This whole bad bitch mentality, this whole like, gotta be bad, gotta be bad. And you bring up Instagram and I'm just thinking about Instagram models. And that's and this is also not to say, because I feel like I, I got to explain all these things, that if you're extremely attractive in these Instagram fitness model type of ways that you don't have a good personality or that you're not funny or that you're not sensible or thoughtful or intelligent, that's not the case. You can be all those things. I understand that. But for the vision, the objective to be, I just need someone that look like this, you discard a bunch of other stuff. In your mind, your expectations are, if I get someone whose ass looks like it came from a horse, <laughs> but, but yet somehow their waist is, is, is like a pencil that hour, that hourglass shape. It's not, bottle. you know what I mean? But to the maximum, though, yeah, yeah. it's like a wide base hourglass. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's like all these different, like, I got to get this type. And then if I get her, I'm going to be good. Like, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be the nigga. That's really what it comes down to. We set wild expectations for ourselves and for and for other people in our lives. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you you have to understand you, you're, you're going to be let down. Mm-hmm. Because these are these are wildly grandiose expectations, yeah, that we're setting. But hey, man, you you gotta you gotta build a better relationship with yourself. You have to find some clear headedness, mm-hmm. so you know where the hell you're going and what it is you're actually trying to achieve, mm-hmm. and 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 figure out what really brings you happiness. Like, but but these things that we are super super enamored with, it. It's 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 really it's really sad, man. It's it's really really sad because I know too many people that are just it's it's the it's the glitz and the glamour, man. Mm-hmm. In, in in whatever way, shape, or form, like if it could be like a certain, I just I followers, like I want followers, or I want I want the the, the dude with the chiseled chest, or I want the the girl with the big ass, or I want the the car, I want the house, I want the this or that. But people don't be thinking about who has told you. What indications do you have, true ones, that if you get that, you're going to be taken care of inside? You don't have that truly, but it's hard. But you can't tell people that because people have to go and find out on their own. I think just like a lot of other things, you got to find the balance. Like the glitz and glamour is cool. That's cool. It isn't cool. It's nice. You have to have nice things Mm. and to look like this and to look like that. But a lot of that shit really fucks with your your mental, you know, your mental health. And you got to find the balance. You have to realize that reality isn't always like that. And it's not always nice. It's not always going to be nice to you. Bro, you need because, some people that love you. Yeah, you sure, need you, sure. need you need some people that love you, that care for you. Mm-hmm. You need food. OK, to feed yourself. It'd be great if, if you could put together some healthy stuff so you could feed yourself and sustain an admirable level of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need, you know, housing to hide from the elements. You need clothes. I mean, I'm just giving you the basics, but, and, 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 and then it's great to, to have enough money to have the bill collectors at bay. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, just, you're not stressed out. You know, if you need to pay for something when it comes to a car or it's the time of the month where the bills need or do, like that's taken care of and you don't got to think about where you're going to get the money or, you know, I got to, I got to make sure I'm at work seven days this week or else those aren't going to get paid. Like, j- bro, that's what they talk about. Think the amount here in the U S it's something like between like 70, like 70 and a hundred grand. Like once you get past a hundred grand, people that want to make 200 grand million, like that, that is nice, but it's super unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's super unnecessary. If you knew how to how to take care of your money, if you if people really knew how to use money, make money work for them, the, these would be amazing skills. Sort of like how you wish you knew some more shit about cars. Yeah. Like if we took some real mechanics classes back in the day and we took it very seriously and we knew how to fix a lot of things ourselves, hey. that'd be a huge weight lifted hey, off. Don't let don't let my dad hear this shit because oh, he'd be whooping my ass right now. Bro, but <laughs> but but it's because 
Cause you, I mean, cause he's a car guy. He'd be working on cars. Like he'd be imploring me yeah. to, to sit down with him and just learn some things. But it's just like, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's, it's so matter of fact, this goes into something, right? So, so yesterday, so today you got your car worked on. Yesterday I got my teeth worked on. Mm-hmm. Great time. They, I go in there, I get in, I get out. They treat me well. One thing that you don't want from someone that you're just in the mercy of when it comes to your health is like for them to be in a bad mood, for them to be arguing with anybody. It's just the worst place for that. Mm -hmm. Like if you at a fucking Panera Bread or something like that and somebody's making your sandwich and you're talking some shit to the cashier, I don't really care so much. It's like you're going to put the lettuce and the tomatoes there, the little Bravo sauce. Like You're going to make my sandwich. You're going to pour the soup in the cup and you're going to give it to me. That's fine. If someone's working on your teeth. And then one of the assistants walks in and was just like, so-and-so says that they couldn't find the number. And then my doctor, while he's in my mouth, that's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> working, <laughs> working on stuff. There's a bunch of shit going on. He's just like, what is wrong with her? She just, there's something wrong with her. Okay. She just comes here for a paycheck. She does not love this job. <gasps> she, she can find the number. It's okay. Once I get out of here, I'm going to go find the number and I'm going to show her that she could find the number. I'm, I'm sick of this. Some people, they're just not here for the love of it. You need to love what you do. And I'm just like, yo, I'm just like, I'm just put, giving a thumbs up because I'm just like, just don't get mad at me. I agree with you. Did this really happen? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. This really took place yesterday. Okay. 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 I just, I thought this was just a and scenario. I just, and I just put my thumbs up. I'm just like, I agree with you, sir. Don't be upset with me. Whatever you got going on, just make sure that you focus. Keep those what hands you, steady. That's what I'm saying, bro. Just focus uh, on what you're doing with my teeth right now. Either way. That was, I mean, it, it, as far as customer service goes, that, that was a very sub subpar. Mm-hmm. That was very subpar. Mm-hmm. But. You going back? I mean, if I, yeah, I mean, they got to, they got to. They gotta take care of me. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dentists you would go to. Yeah, I know, but do you really want to do that when you like get in? It's like, not really. Like, yeah, I mean, like you're not you going to a to different somebody. barber shop for the most part. For the, some of us have to, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. Anyway, uh, so damn, what the fuck was I talking about? Just uh, sorry, I'm, I'm getting you off track here. Um, God damn it. Don't forget it for now. Maybe it'll, right. maybe maybe it'll, it'll, it'll come back. Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 don't, I don't I don't even know I don't I don't even know what to say. At, well, at this no, point. you were you were you were talking about just people having a whole bunch of money and it really just not being that fucking serious. Being able to take care of yourself, you can take oh, care of yeah, yourself. Oh yeah, that is that is a great place. Yeah, that's a great place for me to go because I brought to you my idea about insurance, and oh, and because yeah. and because I didn't decide to have insurance through my company mm-hmm. for the past six years mm-hmm. immediately in your Damn, it's been six years immediately in your mind you think nigga why would you not have insurance through the company like that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. and circumstantially because this is how i think about things is ext- you know what i've conditioned myself in, in such a way it's so hard for me to see things linearly like mm-hmm. in a in a binary sense to me just things are just they're just expanded. There's just so many different ways of looking at things. So I look at things circumstantially. I'm like, okay, we have Earl Hooks. This is who I have to take care of. No one else. I don't have children. So I take care of me. I don't get sick my whole life. I haven't been a person to get sick. 
cold every once in a while. It, it just doesn't happen. Okay. Six years, we did the math anywhere between what it would have been $75, $200. years. It's a lot of fucking money. The amount of money that I paid to go do these things, not nearly as much as I would have paid for insurance because insurance is so that you are, again, insured. And Chris Rock used to have a joke about this. He said insurance should just be called in case some shit. Mm -hmm. In case some shit happened, y'all going to take care of me. Like In case some shit happens, y'all going to take care of me. But if some shit don't happen... I don't get I don't get my money back. Like you're not going to give me the money back if nothing happens. So the whole point is I don't I'm not out here doing extreme sports. I don't do things that are going to put me in constant physical danger, right? I try my very best to take care of myself. And so if there are points where I do end up having to come out of pocket up until this point, that money is nothing compared to what I would have lost over the amount of years. And so it's small things like that. Now, again, this is very circumstantial. I'm not saying that everybody needs to go and cut off their insurance. That's not at all what I'm saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. I am interested to know what you, you, what you would do in a situation where some sort of freak accident happens to you. That's, that's, that's a thing. It is a gamble. People make gambles every day in life. Pe okay. you're, you're constantly taking risks. Uh -huh. we're, in the, we're in the world of risk right because now. It's, I, I get that you take care of yourself and you do this and you do that. Mm -hmm. I get that. But there is a lot. And I'm not obviously not trying to change your mind or anything. But there's a ton of outside sources yes. that are out there yes. that could fuck you up at any moment. That's very, very true. That that's that's all I have to say to you. I'm not I'm not gonna refute that. Like we we know that that's the case. Yeah. What I'm saying to you is that I easily have ten thousand dollars that I wouldn't have had before. That's all I'm saying. I got you. That's all no, I'm saying. You're and right I'm healthy. about that. You're that, right about that. That's that's all I'm saying. So <laughs> as, as you say that, just know that there's thousands of dollars that I've saved through the years <laughs> that that some people just hadn't. They they don't have. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. I got you. That's for sure. It is it is a gamble. Something could happen, and then I'd have to come out of pocket in that moment. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the gamble. That's the risk. There's always pros and cons to everything. Just mm -hmm. just know that I haven't paid ten, fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> in insurance over however long. Like that's just that hasn't been my experience. I got you. But 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 it's it's things like this in life where if people thought about it more, mm -hmm. they they'd be able to sustain a quality of life that is that is comfortable and that is fulfilling for much less money. Do you? feel as if you do you feel as if you don't need this insurance because you just feel like you just have more control at, at with at this aspect because i'm certain you have car insurance mm -hmm. you don't have to have it at least in the state of virginia yeah. you could not have car insurance mm -hmm. you feel like you're a good driver mm -hmm. but you also know that there are outside sources somebody could smash you know hit you total your car mm -hmm. you know hurt you like what about that uh, that's one. That's something that I've had help with as far as car insurance. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. And, and again, right. and, and again, this is not me saying that this needs to be the case. I'm just saying that there's never just a black and white. That's that's all I'm saying is that there are things to think about. People are always like buy a house. Why, why, why are you not buying a house? People love to Do homeowners love to tell people to buy houses all the time. 
as if buying a house is the only option that is available or that is an intelligent decision to make. Keep this in mind. Yeah, you're going to buy a house. Hopefully the neighborhood does well. Hopefully it accrues with time and, and it, you know, and you can, you can sell it and make money at the event. I hope, I hope that that is your experience. I really, really truly do. And I hope that having a home brings you something that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I really do. All of this shit that I, I take for granted that comes in here. This I've been enjoying the hell out of this little home nest mm -hmm. situation, right? I don't know how many people have this. This could have been like an air fryer thing, and I just don't know how many people have a home nest where they can go on their phone and turn the heating and the air conditioning off or have it on eco mode so you're not wasting money. Mm -hmm. You're not wasting money with the heat on while no one's at home because that doesn't make any sense. Right. I want to turn the heat on on my way home so it's warm when I get home. I can do that. Mm -hmm. but it's not just on while I'm not at home. Right. Right. They came in here. They, they redo the lights. Any problem I have in an apartment, it's they come do it. What, something wrong with the water is not hot enough. Hey, can y'all send up somebody up here to get this water hotter? <laughs> blinds fell down. Hey, come get these blinds. Hey, come, come do something with this filtration system. Come do something with these air vents. Come look at this. Come look at the walls. Come fix the walls. Come paint something. Anything you want them to do, they're going to have somebody come in here and do it. Something goes wrong in your home, Keon. You know what you got to do. I do. You, I'm going to call the people that I pay money to each month that I have a homeowner's warranty. Okay. So for the most part, there's a lot of things in my house that I can get fixed mm -hmm. for a small down payment. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm certainly not coming out of pocket to, you know, 10 grand mm. to buy myself a new furnace <laughs> because I have yes. a homeowner's warranty. Yes, that's good. That's good. So I'm not out here naked. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I ain't stupid. That's what I'm saying. So they're just, they're just, my whole thing is that there are just things that need to be thought of. And it's just, it's never, everything in the world is extremely complex. Mm hmm but people don't people don't know that because you wouldn't know if you don't know. So you just make the decisions that whoever told you you everyone's just working with the information that they have at the time. So you people tell you to get a house, you just buy a house. Why'd you buy it? Because that's that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm 30 years old. You buy a house. That's what you do, right? <laughs> now you're just dealing with whatever it is you're dealing with. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm getting married. Why are you getting married? Oh, uh, you know, just because it's that time. What the fuck does that mean? What do you mean? It's just the time. Yeah, you know, it's just the time. You know, we're getting to be that age. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, you you just get. You don't even know which why you're getting married. You're just getting married to get married. That's fine. It's whatever. Do your thing. It's not up to me. Um, having a wedding. Yeah, we're having a big wedding. Big wedding. It's gonna be big wedding. Seventy thousand. Twenty thousand. What you want to do? What what what? How much you want to? Bro, I've seen them. In, in, in the, oh, in I'm the, not saying they don't exist. Oh, yeah. People people drop bands on bands for this thing. I'm like, why are you doing it? Oh, you know, always wanted a big wedding. Yo, to each his own. That's cool. Man, how wild would it be if we wanted to, if we wanted to do a $30,000 wedding? And that was our expectation our entire life since I've been watching fucking Disney movies and princesses run around and shit. Mm. If I took, if I took five thousand of that and had a wedding, and then we had twenty five thousand for a house and for if we're having children for maybe the child's fucking 
I don't know, school fund or whatever it is we wanted to do in the future for trips, future trips we wanted to take or hobbies or other endeavors we want to get into. Like, hmm, what if we did that? What if we just didn't have the big show for everyone else and we decided we were going to put this money towards something that mattered really? Mm-hmm. really is truly going to make a difference in our lives mm-hmm. afterwards. It's going to have some longevity. Mm. It's these types of things. It's just these these wild expectations from these, ant- as far as I'm concerned, antiquated narratives that have been given to us for fucking through media and commercialism and all this sort of shit for years and years and years. And we just keep rocking with it. Because people don't want to take the time to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane to me. That's it. I get that. That That's it. <laughs> that's it. But I, I mean, I hope everybody makes the, you know, the right decisions for themselves. And because, it, as I said, it's all circumstantial. It's all about everyone's own very specific, unique set of circumstances yeah. and situations. So I, I, I hope that I hope people do the best for them. I most certainly am going to try to do the best for me. And that may mean that, you know, I look into some other stuff. I continue to have conversations with people. My only issue is that when, as I said, I'm talking. You want to spin the block? Spin the block. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You spin the block, come back around after you've been hating on something for a while, and you look at it differently. That's completely fine. My whole point is when I'm talking to more and more people, you're talking to Antoinette, your parents, Ja'Cory, all these people, and it's shaping you, and you're noticing that it's shaping you. Mm-hmm. I talk to people sometimes and I realize, okay, you got three people you're talking to in life. You probably read these types of news articles. You probably listen to this type of music. Like I can, I can, like I have a pretty decent idea of where your information is going and how exposed you are to new, just influxes of information and perspectives. Mm -hmm. I can listen to people and tell when they're just, they're just their idea, their vision, their, framework for exposure has just been narrowed and and they're just i i can i can tell it's like oh yeah you don't speak to too many people mm-hmm. you you don't have too many sources of 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 income income being financial income being you know intelligence yeah. wisdom you definitely tell a lot about a person through the conversations that you have with them absolutely yeah we were just talking about that on instagram just looking at certain people's instagram and being like Listen, I don't know you and I'm not going to act like I'm, you know, one of these fucking profilers from any of these cop shows we're talking about. (laughs) But there are certain things, the way you post, the way you interact with things, it says something. Mm -hmm. It is not everything, but it says something about you. Especially if you go back and delete them immediately. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. That's that's pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what you try? Trying to save face? That humiliation. Yeah. But hopefully they felt some triumph after deleting the post. Hopefully. Hopefully it was Hopefully. like, damn, you know what? That was that was a fuck nigga post I posted. Absolutely. I hope I you know what? I'm not him in, not I'm not him to that degree anymore. Today. May, right. <laughs> hey man, the fluxes. You know, it goes it goes back and forth. It goes wow. back and forth, man. Oh, geez Louise, man. Um, happy Black History Month. <laughs> what does that mean to you? No, dead ass. What does that mean to you? I'm sorry, I just can't. I just can't help but clearly think about all the all the black turmoil, <laughs> the black and, turmoil, and, and tragedy that's that's <laughs> that's celeb- uh, celebrating black voices on on your, on your your streaming services right now. 
Yeah, like those movies was it like Twelve Years a Slave? Twelve Years a Slave. You had uh, Fruitville uh, Station Fruitvale with Station. Michael B. Jordan getting his face slammed into the cement. Yep. Uh, I forgot what the other ones were. Um, oh shit! I guess I, we probably I should probably still have that on my phone. Yeah, I? we definitely we definitely need. <laughs> um, what does that mean to me? That's interesting. Oh, you about to get me canceled? Um, <laughs> what? I mean, there's a. I think there's a lot to celebrate as far as Black history goes. Okay, but you you maybe you, you know maybe you're coming from a different perspective. Yeah, I would. I. Because to be honest with you, I don't think that I do anything differently this month. Like, well, I, like no, I can nobody I can, nobody does. Oh, nobody well, that's really, not no, that's not I true. That's well, not no. true. Well, some I guess people, some people some do. people treat it as though it's like okay, every day this week or every day this month, we are gonna learn about someone from the past. We are gonna you know what I mean outside of George Washington Carver. <laughs> like we're like we're gonna learn about some people with some black skin. Uh huh. And. We might watch some films, read some books. It may be a thing where you want to support black-owned businesses for thirty days. It, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't. You I don't, don't know the films. Though. I don't recognize the other two. Yeah, no. One of them. One of them's got Oprah in it, though. Yeah, but yeah, either way. But it's yeah. I, I don't know. People, people do all sorts of stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't do anything outside of it. Um. I mean. I should say within it. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess in some sense you could say I don't celebrate it. Yeah. If, if, if that's a right sense of the word, I don't, I don't, I don't actualize the celebration of it. Like there's nothing, there are no street, there are no, you know, black people streamers in the house, there are no <laughs> balloons, there's nothing like that. No, going no on. Kente cloth. Nothing yeah. Else. Yeah. Like none of that's going on. Like, what does it mean to you? How are you I mean, interacting with the month? I don't necessarily, you know, spend my days, you know, researching, like if I'm going to research, you know, black inventors, people that have, you know, shaped black culture, I'm going to do that. And I'm not, I'm not going to do it just because it's February. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily really celebrate it. Um, you know, it just, I guess it, you know, it's February. So it comes to mind, you know what I'm saying? But I thought, you know, I'd ask. Yeah, no, I, yeah. There's, there's nothing really going on over here. I think a, a conversation has, is, go ahead. Have you been to the um African-American history museum? No. You should go. You said you went once. I went once, um, which is maybe, which is enough to see like an eighth of it, like half of it, like yeah. to really like take it all in. You really need to go multiple times, but um, you should definitely go. Was there anything that came to mind when you were looking at this stuff? Do you, like do you remember what your experience was? Um, it was I, I. It's different reading about something and just seeing it, like just. The whatever it is, seeing that in front of you, there's a lot of artifacts in there. Mm. Seeing certain, you know, all the all these statues and just like it's it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's really interesting. There's so much stuff in there. I'm certain so of it. So much stuff. So much history. Very rich history too. Mm. Very rich history. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't gone. I should. I should probably. Are you against it? Am I against going? Yeah, like you just not want to no, go? Or no, no. Okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, most things that I just I I haven't done aren't necessarily for like me because I know you like I know you like I know you do like art museums like you know I know you you've been to some art museums. I do anything that I feel like helps with knowledge, wisdom, creativity. Mm-hmm. I just had, got done having a conversation with someone about it because. Um, the woman Emily that I had on here, who you remember from the past, yes, I do. She, she, oh, she's interesting in the way that she, she talks about connecting with other people and the conversations that she has with people. And she always says, you know, I, I give it, 
I give myself the benefit of the doubt as well as other people when it comes to creativity on any given day. If you look at it as sliders, right, like you have intelligence and your wisdom, your knowledge about the world, and those are wherever they are on any given day, whatever you've whatever mass of information you've accrued in wisdom and all of that. But your creativity, more so than those other things, kind of fluctuate day to day, mm-hmm. depending upon how you're treating yourself, like what's inspiring you, what you've been eating, if you've been exercising, all these different things, which, yeah, just what you've been looking at. Mm-hmm. Creativity fluctuates. So you could be highly creative today and not maybe tomorrow. You're just not really feeling it. But for me, I think that I've found myself being a a highly creative person. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to speaking on something, it's my memory, as you said, when you're listening to people, you're rounding up a bunch of information and you're trying to store it in your mind. With that comes knowledge that you can sift through files later on and then pull out and use if you're in a conversation or something. Like, oh, you know, I actually went to this museum. This is something I saw. And then the the conversation becomes just that much more enriched because you have something to contribute to it. Mm-hmm. And then with creativity, you can take what you know, whether it be just words and ideas and knowledge about things, and you can manipulate them and shape shift them in so many different ways that you have a million different ways of talking about things or painting a picture, I guess I should say, to someone else. And so when she says, yeah, it just depends on how creative I am that day, seeing as that like what, what I may be able to get across to the other person, what I may be able to communicate. I thought that that was interesting. Like, oh, how creative you are that day. And I thought about this a little experiment. Like if I had three or four people in a room and we picked 300 words, which isn't a lot of words to use, but 300 words. And we were given a prompt and Keep in mind that we all know the definition for each of these words. Mm -hmm. And we were given a prompt that was, here's an idea. With these 300 words, try to explain this idea as many different ways as you can. Okay. We all have the same amount of words. But we all have varying degrees of creativity Mm -hmm. that are going to allow us to use these words and completely creative and beautiful imaginative ways to be able to get a point across right that is that is uh, an area in which i shine so when i think about my intelligence and my knowledge about things i don't find it to be that impressive to be honest with you i really don't but i do believe my my sense of creativity to be quite high okay because i think about the ways that ideas and things bounce around in my mind in the way that I'm able to shape shift them and put them together and plate them for the people listening. Mm-hmm. I do like art museums. I like anything, which is, you know, someone asked me the other day, like, what, what do I like to do? And I was like, man, what a fucking interesting question. There are certain things that I find myself doing, but I enjoy doing wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I'm enjoying it. So there's there is no am I against going to the museum? Absolutely not. If I was there, I'd be having a fucking ball. Right. I would be looking at everything and absorbing like a suction pump, just absorbing information and inspiration from 
everything that I laid my eyes on. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally down with going. And, and I don't want this. So I ho- hopefully this balanced out the answer of me saying that I don't necessarily go out of my way to celebrate Black History Month. But yeah, just, just, just nothing that I'm really doing extra. I'm not being extra black. Right. <laughs> in, in the month of February. Like extra I'm, black. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not being extra black. I just, I am who I am. I understand that I am for all intents and purposes, a black man. Cause I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm blackity black. Yeah. Yeah. Like in America, but <laughs> you know, and, and, and even when it comes to identity, I understand that people look at me as a black man. Mm-hmm. I understand that that is the perception in this world. My skin is dark. I have coarse hair. My nose is big, whatever. Like this is, this is like there, there, uh, there are facial features yeah. that d- denote to people that indicate I am a, a black man. I am a descendant of Africa, as we all are, by the way. But I'm a descendant from Africa. Mm. Just, just I have just have a closer uh, relationship with Africa than other people. <laughs> yeah. Um. But when I think of my identity. Mm-hmm. One, I don't often think about my identity. Mm-hmm. I often just think of me just, there's just a, a set of wiring and, and a set of neuron firing that has taken place and I am sensing things. I can smell things. I can taste things. I can touch things, see things, hear things. And that I'm just, I'm just doing that. I'm just sensing things and I am trying to do my best to conduct myself in the world with the senses that I have. You just happen to have black skin hey, while you're doing Yes. <laughs> That's honestly how I look. That's honestly how I look at it. Like I, I don't I don't really marry myself to these ideas of who I am. Okay. Yeah, and, and I understand other people d- can do that and other people can do that for you. Yeah. Like if, if for any reason I succeed in life on other people's measures of success they'll say that's a black man that did it. Mm-hmm. And that's completely fine. I understand why people would would put point that out. Mm-hmm. I, I completely understand that, but I that wouldn't be when people ask me about myself it's just it's just not something that that comes to mind. Yeah, actually I hate I really hate seeing oh the first black person the the first black female to do and I'm just like why why like it's 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 an interesting dichotomy, right? Because you understand why people point it out because yeah, no, may, I because it's it. maybe something that's never been done. Yeah, I right? get it. But it's just like And you're uh, and you're thinking, okay, barriers are being broken, people should know. And then at the same time it's the it's the same thing with these movies we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like people want black movies mm-hmm. and to tell black stories. Mm-hmm. And then in a lot of black stories, there was a lot of turmoil and tragedy. And then it's shown, and then we're looking at it like, all right, hold on a second. Is this really what we wanted? Like, maybe we should. Are there some more stories? Like, are there some, there's some other stories that don't just have to deal with just sheer pain mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's an interesting thing. Like, you, you want, but then you don't want, and you do. It just doesn't come off quite the right way. And you can have black people invested in the film. You can have black actors, black pr- production company, black directors. And it, it's there's still, I mean, Candyman that we watched. I mean, it's still going to be the black plight, black people being shot in the street, mm-hmm. Candyman arising to go back and and kill and redeem. You know what I mean? On the on the the faith or 
on on the backs of those people that were killed, mm-hmm. bro. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's it's a lot of weird shit going on out here. It is. It is it's a lot of weird shit going on out here. <laughs> I don't know, man. My my, but identity is a very very interesting thing to think about. Whether people, where people sort of latch on to to certain things and they say like this is me. This is who I am, and if you attack this thing, or or yeah, or you don't support this thing, you don't support me. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a very, very interesting. It's a very, very interesting thing. And then on top of that, just the fact that we all fall inside so many different kinds. Like you're black, but you're a man. But you're a heterosexual man, but you're a black heterosexual man that has had a two parent household. And a black heterosexual man with a two parent household that has grown up in the suburbs. That's very that's very specific. Yeah. And you're a black heterosexual man in a two parent household that grew up in the suburbs with a decent education that has a Christian I think it's a, a yeah, Christian, Christian background to you know, to some degree. Like th- like you fall into a lot of different categories. So this is true. You are choosing which ones matter to you the most and which ones do not. That's also true. So it, it's a, it's interesting figuring out how people even choose those. Like which ones should matter over the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a, it's a very interesting thing. That's why I think it's 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 yeah, I don't know. I I'd love I'd love to talk to people about what they identify with and why and why it's more important than the next thing down the list. Like how are people prioritizing the, their identity, their identities. Like, yeah, we have several, huh? You fall into a, a lot. That makes sense. And then at the end of the day, it just comes down to being a human. Yeah, right. Which at is which, which is what's interesting. We had a conversation uh, from someone that remember a long time ago that was just like, "I'm a white girl. I'm in the crib. I want Alexa to play Hot Nigga by Bobby Schmurda. Can I tell Alexa to play Hot Nigga by Bobby Schmurter? Or like, should I feel bad about telling him to play Hot Nigga? Like, can I sing Hot Nigga when it comes on? I like the song a lot. It's got a bop to it. Am I just supposed to like stop every time it gets to that word? Like, how do you, how do you? And we joked around about that. Yeah. My whole thing is one, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not fitting to, I'm not fitting to fight nobody. Like, I'm not going out in the streets and fighting over this word. I, that's me. I think where people really get weirded out, and I, matter of fact, let me speak about myself in particular. Mm. Because I don't necessarily harp on this identity thing, I feel like it only gets weird when people that didn't grow up using the word, and it's it's just a regular part of the vocabulary when they want to use it. Mm. It's not a fact of should you be able to. It's really just why do you want to so badly? Yes. Right. Because it doesn't come up in your conversation, meaning you would have to thoughtfully implement the word nigga into the sentence. Yeah. Which is going to be awkward. Super awkward. Like, yeah, man. So, uh, like, how are you doing today? Nigga. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I ain't seen you in a while. My nigga. <laughs> like, like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's so, so like, funny. <laughs> so, so, 
<laughs> and that's that's kind of like where it gets weird because it's like okay you're 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 trying and i want to know mm. where this deep <laughs> desire to do this thing oh, is, is coming from oh man <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh god it just don't even sound right coming out of your mouth like <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, man. It's it's just it's uh that's that's all. I don't really think it's a matter of should you say it. like no one's like no one like in re- realistically like no one's coming to kill you because you said the word like for real for real. Mm. But that's, that's there, there, such a funny question. Like, do you like why do you want to say it? Yeah, like what like what is the thing behind it? It should you be because able to say it? Because everyone else says it? Well, that's not a good reason. Yeah, like, like <laughs> should you be able to say it? Sure, that's its own that's its own idea. That's its own question. Like, yeah, sure, maybe. Like I I, I guess if you ask me, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think that these things should necessarily be taboo. Mm-hmm. I think that we should be able to have conversations about everything. And the minute you start closing doors on certain ideas. And, and certain words can't be used, then you're just limiting and limiting and limiting what we can talk about. And I think that that's just not that's not where you want to. That's not where you want to go, mm-hmm. really. But the question should be asked: In what context are you saying the word? That's true. And are you? Are, yeah, just like why do you want to say it? Yeah, is it coming from a place of hate? Yeah, like, where, yeah, like what, what, where is it coming from? What are you? What are you doing? Why do you want to say this all of a sudden? Because you can just you can just you can connect with me. Yeah. Without saying nigga. <laughs> like like you know, like we're we're cool. Like we're totally fine. Yeah. It's not gonna flow off the tongue. Yeah. Whatever you wanna say, Alexa, in the comfort of your home is what you're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, can you please play uh Bobby Shmurda hot nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's just it's, it's it's funny, man. But hey man, shout out Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Black History Month. Shout out to all the people out there celebrating Black History. Take you know pride in the in their culture. Yeah. Um, and if you want to learn about Black History, you don't only have to do it in February. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can do this shit all the time. Yes, you can. The, the black people exist all the time. Yes, <laughs> we're yes. not all dirty and stinky like that. <laughs> like that woman said at the beginning. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. We, some of we can we can think well. We can talk yep. about things. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk to us about the latest black shit that you knew about. Like yes. you don't have to talk to me about Get Out. Yeah. You don't ha- you don't have to talk to me about you know Drake's new album. Yeah. You don't got to talk to me about whatever Kanye is going through. We can just talk yeah. about. You stuff. don't have to try to dap me up with some yeah. weak ass daps. <laughs> like we can shake hands. That's great. We can hug. We can hug. Big hugger over here. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, shout shout out to that. Shout out to all the months. Shout, wait, is this like an all lives matter thing I'm doing right now? Shout out, shout out to all the months, man. Shout I don't, out. I don't wait, shit, am I anymore. not supposed to do that in February? Is it okay? Maybe not. Shout out to all the months. Look, I'm fuck the fuck the rest of y'all. You are a grown ass human being with with a brain and thoughts of your own. You shout out whatever months you want. Yeah, to shout man. Out. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout yeah. out, shout out, Black History Month. But shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the humans out there listening. Love all you guys, man. Yeah, yeah. Keep 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 doing your thing, man. You got anything else for the people? Nah, man, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) What are your last words, man? Um, Hey, man. Learn to persevere and show in, 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 you know, in progress. Don't ever stop doing that. Um, Because there's there's a, you know, we don't, we don't know. Time is limited. It is limited. Uh, You know, continue to have conversations with people. Grow. Use those conversations to grow. Um, I promise you'll love yourself more for it.
those conversations to grow. Those are going to be mine. Talk to more people. Keep an open mind as best you can. Talk to more people. You don't want to end up in an echo chamber with only people that agree and confirm your biases. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those people end up sucking through time. So don't be them. All right. Episode 103. Peace, everybody. Peace.